surf brains. Hi, welcome to episode four of Surf Brains, where I talk to Casey Wheat. It's a good one. I think you're really going to like it. I talked to him at his Sport of Kings flagship store in Pacific City in Huntington Beach. And his store is below a restaurant. And at night, some people at the restaurants were having a pretty good time. And a little bit of their audio bleeds into our audio. So, um, and we comment on it. But nonetheless, it's going to be really enjoyable. And I think you're going to like it. So, Surf Brains, out. Enjoy. What's up, buddy? Beautiful store in Pacific City. Right on, thank you. Awesome stuff. Appreciate it. You're welcome. And you've got this great brand called Sport of Kings. Yes. And it's associated with this other thing called the West Coast Board Riders Club. Yes. This is where everyone competes with each other. And then there's a component of that where you mentor kids a little bit about your past experiences with uh with drug addiction with, with drug addiction and um and uh now that you're sober you can you can talk to kids about that um was, i mean was, we'll, we'll start at the top like uh sport of kings They're arguably one of the best names ever for a surf brand how did you I come up with it i appreciate that um well uh i mean like you're saying you know i uh had a battle had a battle with uh you know drug addiction for for many years um you know, it was a lot of fun for, for many years, I'll be honest. But uh, the last seven, eight years was uh, was extremely, uh, extremely difficult and probably one of the hardest things I've ever uh, had to overcome, you know, and to try and get off of uh, Oxycontins. It was, uh, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a battle, to say the least. Um, but... Yeah, it was... Uh, I didn't know that about you. Like, uh, was, yeah. was it um, something, like, over a long period of time where you were like, hey, I have a problem, or was or was there, like, uh, one thing? Or were I, you just, You know, how? I don't know. Reflecting back, yeah. to me, it was... Uh, I was really just... I was addicted to the to the Hollywood lights, the nightclubs, and, you know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't party when I was in high school. You know, we hung out a lot in high school. Mm-hmm. I, uh, last time I drank hard liquor was my sophomore year at Sadie Hawkins. No way. Southern Comfort. I threw up in the parking lot at our, you know, you were probably there. Yeah, I think I okay. was. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you probably didn't see me because I was in the parking yeah. lot throwing up. Heidi off telling of, me about that. Yeah. yeah, off of Southern. Yeah, I was, I was with Heidi Fitzel. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I never, never drank hard liquor again. Like, I would drink, you know, beers and stuff. and Saved yourself a small fortune there. Not really. No. Because well, I went to drugs. So okay. drugs are more expensive. I guess so. You're right. <laughs> yes. So. But, um, we were just listening to some prints. We're, we got in that mood. With, uh, yes. Yeah, we're in the, in the yes. ether cloud. Yes. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah. So, I mean, I started smoking weed, you know, and when I was about 17, 18. But, uh, and, you, and you were, uh, you know, you're... you're you're older than me in school, and yep. you're an awesome surfer. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. And Thank you, you. you maybe had some 
aspirations to do semi-pro things. And yeah, I mean, I served the PS- PSAs. And I served the PSAA's. Yeah. Um, you know, so I guess you could say I, I, I went pro. You know, I won a little bit of money um, back then. They would, uh, if you won a heat, even if it was the first round, you would win money. Really? Yeah, it was cool. That is cool. So I you'd win that. a couple of heats, and you'd win, you know, five seventy-five. You know, and I got a couple seventeenths uh, at Oceanside and Puerto Rico. So, but I, I travel know, I, and stuff. Yeah, but I fell in love with the traveling. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's the beautiful thing. I mean, there's so many great things about surfing, but uh, yeah, just being able to travel the world, experience cultures, and um, yeah, I just I always loved music nightlife and it was like a progression the whole the whole party thing you know it was like ecstasy you don't do ecstasy every day but just that that rush from doing it going to LA and experiencing you know just uh just being free you know you're not you're not uh yeah you're not concerned about anything you know, you're just you're just in it. You're having fun, and it was a very it was very intoxicating. And you know, besides the drugs, you know, but the drugs enhanced it. Um, I didn't I didn't do hard drugs till I was 26 in New Year's Eve in Costa Rica. Hmm. I did cocaine for the first time, and you know, and the pain pills didn't come in till I was uh, until I was about 30. Um, cocaine use had you know increased and. And then the uh, you know the opiates took over for. I was on them for ten years plus. You know I graduated mm-hmm. to oxycotton's and yeah it was it was it was gnarly. I mean this is like you're talking like a daily. This is like a daily. This isn't this isn't like the weekends. There's when you are <laughs> you're you're in it. How did that affect your surfing? I didn't surf as much. As, you know I mean I did still surf, um, <clears throat> but everything revolves around. How many pills you have? Well, you know, it's oh, just, yeah. you can't run out. Uh-huh. You know, so everything come plays second fiddle. It's a bad day when it runs out. Oh, it's yeah. yeah. Well, you're yeah. yeah. It's worse than a bad day. Yeah. Bad day is mild. Uh-huh. This is way worse than a bad day. But so, you just don't. That's just your. It becomes your whole world. Yeah. Everything revolves around making sure that you can stay high. Everything, everything, every. You know, it just, it's just. It's crazy. I mean, you look back at it and you're like, God, fuck, how did I, how did that happen? You know, um, it's just, you know, it was just life, you know, I mean, things were happening my grandparents passing away, you know, love of my life. I push out of my life, you know, and just maybe compensating for some, some pain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's pain. It's, you know, whether it's abandonment issues from when you're a kid, you know, it's like, I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, and I didn't go, you know, sure. you know, work on that stuff. And then you become, you know, addicted to drugs, and then you start self-medicating. And then once you're already in it, it's like you're in too deep. You're in it. It's like yeah. now you're operating off of a. Did you Did a, you know that? Like, no, this is yeah. just me. Once I got sober, and you could being able to reflect back and and you know work with my sponsor and stuff like that, but. Uh, yeah, I have a buddy who's like in AA right now, and he has a, a sponsor that's around here. And like, um, sponsor is the big thing, you know. He's yeah. working the steps, and like, he really, like, a, he really, uh, really works really good. Oh, Oh, one hundred. Yeah, no, I mean, it's saving millions and millions of lives. I mean, I've seen it save, you know, a lot of our friends. 
you know, me included. And uh, I know, I know yeah, it's a tough I, I thing. Don't like, to, if you see, if you ever see someone who's kind of like in the throes of it, and like that's the last thing they want to do is like hear from someone saying, "Hey, um, I, I'm I'm looking at you. If you got if you have a problem, I'm here to talk to you about it." Like, that's the last thing you want to hear probably when you're. Right. Yes, yes, true? yes. Well, yes. I for I can say for for my experience, it it, it is true. Yeah. But um, you know, I mean, you take Billy Webb for instance. He's coming up on thirty years of sobriety. He's been no a way. yeah, thirty That's years. Awesome. So through all of my partying and and all of our friends partying, Billy's always been that pillar. You know, mm-hmm. never preached to us, but he he was that he, you know, he walked the walk, you know, and it does, it does plant a seed in you that, hey, you know, Billy's living a great life, you know, he's got his shit together, he's got good credit, he's, you know, living life, and he's he's also partying and having fun, but he's sober, you know, it did take a long time for that to to, to fucking resonate with me, but it's still, you know, I guess it's just how people approach you at certain times with, you know, the spreader. You can't. It's inspirational. It's inspirational. You can't really, in my experience, um, have a conversation with someone and get them sober. Mm. That person, you know, me including, or I only speak for myself, but mm. you have to want it, you know, and, and what I went through, which. I don't know if you know what I went through, but, uh, so it was seven, yeah, 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 no, no, it's all good. You know, I mean, it was seven years, um, trying to get sober, you know, I was, I was, I was selling weed, you know, now, nowadays it's just like, you got business guys involved in weed. Um, you know, it was different then. It was a little bit of, you know, do you have like a, like a, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but do you have like any triggers anymore? Like if you smell weed or something like that, or you see something, you go, Oh, you get it for a flash second. No. No. Uh-uh. All right. Uh-uh. No, I've been around people partying and stuff, and mainly, uh, I guess, the first year of my sobriety around alcohol, people that would drink, and alcohol wasn't my thing. Oh, yeah. But I, but I would get like a little little bit of uh, anxiety just because of just the way people act, you know, when they get drunk, you know. I mean, I've been around people partying and doing fucking doing blow and and Molly and stuff, and I don't know. I just I've been there. I've done it so much. I had fun. Like I said, it wasn't fun. And it's, I just, I know where it's going to take me, you know? I had, you know, I went to a bachelor party in, in Baja with uh, some of my buddies. You know, you probably know them. I won't name no names. But, uh, you know, they were partying, doing scoops. And uh, and one of my buddies came up to me. He's like, dude, I feel so bad, you know? I'm doing this in front of you. And I'm just like, the difference between, you know, I go, don't feel bad. I go, the difference, you're probably going to go to sleep maybe five, six, play a little, you know, sheet karate. Uh I wouldn't. I would go to Tijuana, and I'd be there for two days, and I would spend every penny I had in my bank account, and that's the difference. So it's like you're, you know, you're at a bachelor party. You're whooping it up. You're having fun. But I've done it too many times that I I just didn't, like I was saying that, and it wasn't just the drugs. It was just like that, that just going, just did not, like, everything's on. Like, it's on. Let's do this. There is no, like, I'm going to sleep. Or you're not thinking about, like, I got to, that was intoxicating to me. Yeah. It was like the just no free-for-all. 
Yeah, for as long as you can. As long as you can. Let's run this. Uh Let's take this. You know, and it's just Uh like, so, yeah, no, is there any triggers? No, I mean, I don't put myself around that. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like if I'm out, you know, and happen to be, like I said, at a bachelor party or, you know, like, like a, you know, New Year's Eve party or something, and people are whooping it up. It's it's all good. You know, and, like surfing's always been the thing, and it's been a constant in your life. Always, mm-hmm. always surfing. Same. You know, definitely uh, saved my saved my life. You know, I would say it. Uh, yeah, to be able to, it's definitely you know, the most therapeutic thing that we we do. Yes, like, I, I'm not like yes. a religious guy, but my mom yes. always goes, "Hey, you're going, you're going to church." One one hundred percent. You're right. I'm going to zone out out there. One one hundred percent. You know, and it was like, feel good. Once I did, you know, um, get sober, to be able to to go back, you know, to the boys on North Side, and you know, you have that connection, um, have the laughs in the parking lot. And be able to surf and and have that connection that we we've grown up with. It's you know you can't really uh, it's priceless, man. I mean we're you know I I always say I think we as surfers are the chosen ones, you know, because yeah. life life can be tough, man. You know it's like I put myself through a tough you know tough situation. You know it's mm-hmm. like you know, but being able to. Uh, to grow up in Huntington and, you know, for surfing to be, you know, uh, my number one priority and my passion and, and just, and all, all of the friends, it's like, we grew up, we met each other in high school and we're still friends today Mm -hmm. because of surfing. Like if, if we didn't surf more than likely, we wouldn't be in contact right now. Because we had moved on from high school and you've got, you know, married or what have you, went off Mm -hmm. or, you know, but surfing has kept our tight knit from mm-hmm. from everybody. You know, like mm-hmm. did you like, see those uh, those guys that just from high school that maybe you don't see surfing anymore? But you know, you spent like four years with them before school and after school, hanging out with them surfing like every day. Like I always feel like those guys are my friends, like for forever. Like it oh no, it doesn't yeah, even matter. it doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't even matter if you yeah. you because we have this we have this bond and this yeah. love for for the ocean and for surfing and so uh, it'll be it, it's a constant. It's forever, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why we're blessed, you know. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, Sport of Kings, forever young. Yeah, yeah. So what I, I, what I we kind of went on a we kind of went on a rant on the. No, <laughs> a I thought bit, we talked but, about uh, at the end, but we talked about it at the beginning. It's good. Yeah, no, yeah. all good. So when I got sober, um, I, I started doing surf lessons down at Zach's on on Northside, and oh, cool cool story about Zach's. I mean, my grand my grandparents and my my dad used to own Zach's and Zach's too. Zach's at Huntington Street, Zach's too at uh, Beach Boulevard. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. Mike Ali, the Ali family, bought Zach's two off my grandpa. The one Beach, on Northside. Yeah, uh, no, the one at Beach South. Boulevard. Okay. So the one on Northside used to be Sonny's. And back when we were young, it was never open because Northside was that whole area, the pier, and I'm sure you remember, it was it was really rough. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of tourists going down to the to the pier back in the day they would they yeah. would go to beach boulevard and huntington street and it was pretty seedy it was huntington seedy was really it seedy was seedy the, uh, you know you had the he- you had the hessians yeah 
You had the surfers. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like the old movie with the uh, was that the Outsiders? Or yeah, the, totally. It was like I greasers mean, and that searches. was the greasers. Yeah, and so, we had uh, all like the people underneath the pier, like skateboard guys. Oh yeah, and stuff. It, it was, was it was a, it was a really incredible. It's pretty awesome era. Yeah. Um, a lot of freedom. Which is a like lot of freedom. Like freedom. Like a lot uh, of freedom. I, I remember just going yes. surfing and just like going. Anything goes here. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter. No, no. Yeah. It was like we grew up in a, in, a, in the golden era. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe, you know, my dad and those guys, that was the real golden era. But I yeah. think we had the tail end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we had real, um, like, um, like hierarchies, too. Like, yes. if you were a Grom, yes. like, everyone called you a Grom. Yes, and, and you like, surfed the shore break. Yeah. And until so, you were. Some guy gave you a wave. He's yeah. like, go Grom. You're like, yeah. oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, it was a big it. deal. Yeah. It was a big deal. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not like that today. I remember getting someone's <laughs> not... way, this guy, Jason Warren, and uh, I probably remember him. And I got in his way, and, and, and he go, he grabbed me, and he was like, if you ever do that again, I'm going to kill you. Uh, and I really thought he would kill me. He was, like, kind of getting Second, in my, in my opinion, so, second. And that doesn't happen anymore. No. It's beautiful my, now. All these girls in the water, young kids. It's, yes, like, so mellow. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. girl, yeah. 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 But, but uh, J- Jason Warren, I would say, is the behind Bud Lamas is, the, is my second top favorite surfer to ever come out of Huntington. So good. Yeah, absolutely effortless style, um, unbelievable. So many guys like that. Yes, Cordlords. yes, yes. Um, Where were we? So Mike Ali bought Zach's back to, um, you know, I was doing surf lessons. Um, he bought it off uh, my grandpa like 25, 30 years ago. He kept the name. And when he bought Zach's too at Beach Boulevard, he, uh, he you know, he petitioned the city to, to get Zach, get Sonny's on Northside. So... He uh, he opened up Zach's on the north side, and uh, when I got sober, I went down there. I got a job. I was doing surf lessons every day, seven days a week, which was a – God, I couldn't ask for a better thing. I get sober, and I'm doing lessons seven days a week. I was like, yeah. okay, genius. I was like, Very oh, nice. yes, it was beautiful. So I was doing lessons, you know, and, um, you know, I've always loved fashion. You know, I had the, the brand uh, Royale. Back in uh, back in the late '90s, and um, you know, we we ended up selling it to our Japanese distributors. And uh, before we sold it to them, we opened up a store in Japan, and and to this day, Royale is still uh, still going in Japan. That's right. But um, so I was doing lessons, and I, I was like, you know, I've always loved branding and marketing, and uh, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a business card for surf lessons. I'm going to call it Sport of Kings Forever Young. Surfing is the sport of kings. Mm-hmm. Surfing is the fountain of youth. I'm like, ah, oh, perfect. You know, so I called up Joe McElroy, mm-hmm. and he was doing a ghetto juice at the time, you know. And I'm not yeah. very good on the, you know, graphic works, but I had all the ideas and the crown and the shield, you know, and the name. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't have my driver's license at that time because, you know, I had a couple DUIs. So I had to, you know, I had to do the fixed gear bike for a couple years. Sure. So I got on my fixie, and I, I rode from Huntington to Costa Mesa, um, sat down with Joe. We started, you know, working it out on the computer, and we both looked at each other at the same time, and I was, he was like, dude, this would be a sick clothing line. And I'm like, dude, insane. I'm all, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, so first thing I did, you know, I, I called up Scott DeLorem, one of my best friends, you know, uh, really really good writer and i'm all scoots you know i'm gonna do the sport of kings forever young and 
I need a mission statement, dude. You got to write a mission statement. Okay. And I sent him a couple of little, little clips of, um, things about Sporty Kings that I pulled up, uh, offline about the, you know, 1770, um, Captain James Cook, uh, writing in his journal that he witnessed the sport of Kings cause he's seen a King riding a carved out canoe on the islands in the Polynesian islands. Yeah. They really so did do that. Yeah. They yeah. Surfed. So it was pretty cool. And then, uh, so Scott's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Hit me up like a week later. And he's all, dude, I think I, I think I got it. Mm-hmm. A highly charged carefree lifestyle, a passion for surfing and the pursuit of happiness. I'm all dude. There it is. That, I go, that's our life. Highly charged was yeah. what I was talking about with the whole, you know, just going, going, the going, you know, let's do this when, when it came party time. But it's also in a positive, like highly charged just in traveling and, and, and wanting to experience everything in life. It's just like, give me everything. I want everything, you know, Super positive. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just like, I was floored. I was like, Scott, you nailed it. It seems like uh, lots when I see lots of stuff about your brand. It seems like really effortless and like positive and like really like warm. Yeah, oh, really I appreciate nice. that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Right on. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Well, you know, you're obviously really passionate about it, and the idea yeah. just like seemed like it was really easy, and it's just like it, the universe came together for you, and uh, and you totally jumped on it. You know, sometimes you just gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> how, how is it related to uh, like West Coast board riders? Like this is another thing you kind of invented this so, as well. Well, no, we, we like didn't. We didn't. So the Australian so, board riders clubs. It's kind of crazy how this whole brand. Because I mean, it happened not, at the same time. Am I it right? did. It did. Yeah. So it all came from this photo shoot right here. The one on the wall. The one on the wall. Okay, if you come in the store. It's so I mean, it's funny you say that. I mean, you think back, and I'm like, yeah, I guess everything did happen organically and effortless. Um, you know, I mean, the name came from doing surf lessons. So it was just like, yeah. and I was just going to do a business card. And then when we, you know, Ziggy, you know, came aboard. Um, so when I came up he's with the mission statement, yeah, he's a designer. And mm-hmm. so when I came up with the mission statement, you know, I, I was talking to Zig about it in the parking lot. He's like, dude, let's do this. And, you know, Zig was with Hurley. He was one of the main designers when at Billabong. And then when it went to Hurley, and I was like, dude, let's do this. You know, this is, this, it's on, you know. And then, um, you know, right after that, Chris Marino, you know, said, hey, dude, I would love to invest. And I was just like, okay, dude, you know. So we had, we had us three. And um, so we wanted to do, you know, some, some marketing for Sport of Kings. And I was like, you know, I remember I was actually driving down the street listening to Gangstar. I'll really? never forget it, dude, when I thought about this. I mean, I was... Jasmine Taz. I was, yeah, I was yeah. listening to uh, Daily Operations, actually. That's good and, one. Yeah. Really good. And I was like, God, you know, what can we do for, like, a cool, you know, marketing campaign for Sport of Kings? And I was like, portrait photos. You know, every time I've seen, like, in Surfer or Surfing Magazine, a portrait photo of somebody, you would just be, you'd be in awe of, like, just the the character and the sun, you know, scars or just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just such a powerful photo because you can tell they're just so traveled and, you know, and it's just something very, very rich and very real when I would see those portraits. Yeah. You you get to look right into their eyes. Yes. Yes. So Robbie Jeffers, I don't know if you know Robbie Jeffers. Yeah. So, 
I met with Robbie Jeffers right when I came up with this idea. I had these, I had these storyboards, you know, that I'd put together with, um, like a streetwear vibe, a Hawaiian vibe, a California beach lifestyle vibe. And, and Robbie's just, you couldn't ask for a better sounding board. He's you, such a you, nice guy and so well versed uh, in so many things. Be- beautiful he's spirit. Really talented. Beautiful spirit. Yeah. Unbelievably. So he gave you good feedback. Unbelievable feedback. It was just raw and just honest. That's just Robbie, you know. Um, what did he say? Well, it was rad. He he, he loved it. Like he, loved it. you know, we sat down um, and loved it. The streetwear thing was so funny though, because he's like, he's like, yeah. He goes, he goes, you know, I don't want to, you know, we don't want to come across like you're calling up the streetwear guys to get into the party. You want them to call you and tell you to come to the party. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, you know, it's just basically, you know, just saying, hey, be honest and do you and let the let the streetwear come out in the in the apparel, not necessarily the marketing per se. Because, you know, I've, he, he's known me since, you know, Huntington Surf and Sport back in the day that I've always loved hip-hop and, you know, R&B. He used to, he used to haze on me back then because I, <laughs> I came in listening to, like, Belle Biv DeVoe and fucking <laughs> uh, Tony, 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 and he's listening to yeah. punk rock, dude. And he's yeah. all, who is this 15-year-old kid rocking out to MC Hammer? You used to fuck, love Bobby Brown. I love Bobby Brown. Um, <laughs> me too. So, yeah, I had a great meeting with Robbie and... Uh, you know, that's really, really an awesome point is that, like, the streetwear vibe uh, just comes out in the fashion. And then the vibe of, this, of everything else is surf. Yeah, Robbie, Robbie yeah. told me, you know, that was one of the first, first meetings I had, really, I think it was with, with, with Robbie. And, uh, yeah, I'll never forget that, um, which, was, which was great, you know, great feedback. Um, yeah. But yeah, so then when we uh, were thinking like, hey, what uh, what should we do for you know like marketing? I was just like, okay, let's get together six, seven, what, seven generations of surfers from Huntington. So yeah. I see your dad up there. Yeah, so I mean, we got Roy Crump, Chuck Lennon. They started surfing in the '40s, and I mean, yeah. we literally had like 60 guys show up at the beach 7 a.m. one morning. I hit up everybody you know that I could could think of. I, I'm kind of ashamed though. Who was Roy Crump? He's been serving since the forties, right there, Roy Crump. Like above your dad diagonally. Yep, and Chuck Lennon's right next to my dad. Whoa, that's awesome. You know, yeah, I do recognize those guys. So we we in had forties. Yeah, we had seven generations of surfers show up that day. That's insane. And um, yeah. when we were at that, when we were at that photo shoot, you know, you're looking around and you've got Sam August and and Roy Crump and Chuck Lennon and, and you know Doc. Mike Parsons. And, you know, Mitchington and Mitchington's son and, you know, uh, God, John Denny. And it was just like all kinds of dudes. Um, we, we were sitting there, you know, looking around going, God, he goes, why don't we start Huntington Beach Board Riders? We, we, we got all these guys together for this photo shoot. And when we were younger, there used to be, you know, the West Side Club hole in the wall on the lake street and it kind of died out in the late seventies, you know? Yeah. I don't remember that. I mean, I was, a, I was young, young when, when, you know, I think Bob Hurley was part of the West side, uh, club. Uh, there's like a little click. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they were, they were like, yeah, board rider clubs or, and I think they had comps and stuff, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, know, uh, cause I mean, I was like eight, you know, five, six, seven, eight, 
That would be um, rad if they had some shirts around or something. Oh, it would be incredible. It would be incredible. I should yeah. ask Bob. See, yeah. he might, you know, you never know. He might have kept one around. Yeah, recreate that. But uh, we're like, you know, we should start up the Huntington Beach Board Riders Club. And then we, at the same time, we were like, why don't we do a T-shirt that just says West Coast Board Riders? And so we we started uh, we started to have meetings once a month um, at Krabby's and <laughs> right off of Main Street. I think having it at a bar was a bad idea <laughs> because <laughs> you got a lot of the boys getting hopped up on uh, on beers and it was uh, yelling at ideas. It literally it took order. us like it took us like eight months because we had guys wanting to start Southside. You know, we were obviously going to start north side if they're starting yeah. south side. And then you got guys going, we're going to do Maghurst, you know, Magnolia. And then you got yeah. guys going, well, we surfed Bolsa when we were kids. So we literally have yeah. like four clubs in Huntington. And it was just like, you know, after like the sixth, seventh meeting, we we're just like, yo, check it out, dude. We're doing Huntington Beach board riders. You guys want to do Maghurst, yeah. do Maghurst, but we got to do one club, <laughs> That's you right. know? And we had reached out to, like, Seal Beach and, uh, you know, I think maybe a couple of the boys from Noobs. But Seal Beach was was hyped, you know, and they were like, fuck, we're going to get ours together. Yeah. So the very first comp we had was Honey, on Instagram. Yeah, Huntington, Huntington against Seal. Yeah. And it was perfect because after we won, we said we're the West Coast Board Riders champs. And once <laughs> Newport and Dana Point and everybody else caught wind of that they're like whoa what? whoa whoa you guys haven't surfed against us yet yeah. and it just spread like wildflower man i mean it, it literally it's kind it, of a technical question but do you like call the city and go hey we're gonna have, to have this contest or just have it oh no 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 we uh darren brillhart's the the commissioner of the west coast board riders so oh, really? he's been he's been running events for uh oh, okay. you know for 25 20 years plus oh. And, uh, no, we get permits and the whole nine. You have, like, a charter and, like, a mission statement and, like, uh, for how, the, how much, how, how involved is it? Yeah, no, it's involved. Yeah. It's involved. I mean, we, uh, we have a mission statement. Um, I mean, I'm going to forget it off the top of my head right now, yeah. but, uh. And, like, everything's on paper. Danny all... Nichols. So we just met yeah. last week. Um, Danny Nichols is taking over the Huntington Beach Board Riders, um, you know, he's been doing Operation Surf for the yeah. last two years, That's and awesome. he's, he's done an absolutely amazing job. It's beautiful. Um, you know, working with everyone from the police to the fire to the city. He's done an amazing job, and it's a, you know, we're, we're blessed to, to have that in Huntington and to be, to be a part of it. But it takes a lot of it takes a lot of work. I remember going to PT at the beginning, and PT was just like, you know, because... When we started the board riders, we're like, fuck, Australia's having all this fun. Why can't, what are we doing here? Like, why, you know, this is, let's get some clubs going. Let's, let's yeah. do this. And I remember PT telling me, he goes, mate, he goes, it's going to be a lot of work, mate. He goes, <laughs> you know, he sat down with us and he gave us some advice, but it was basically like, don't do it. This is a lot of fucking work, <laughs> you know? So we're like, oh, all right, well, right on. And he was right. It is a lot of work, you know I mean? So, but we're stoked. I mean, Danny Nichols is, is, is going to, you know, he's, he's taking it, man. He's going to run with it. Um, Brett Simpson's going to be the coach or right. already, already has been the coach, you know, this year, Jeff Deffenbaugh, Brett Simpson, Danny Nichols. Oh yeah, these um, guys are all pros. Yeah. Pat Downey, you know, has been, um, has been the president for, uh, he's great. Yeah. It's insane. You know, so, um, great for kids. 
Oh, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we went up to Santa Cruz this you year. We had, a, we had a contest at Steamers Lane. That's insane. It's insane. Wow. Yes. And I reached out to Rufo right, right when we started this. Like, one of the first tees I did, I did a Santa Cruz, West Coast Board Riders with the Santa Cruz um, icon on it. We did a Huntington one, obviously. Uh, God, I think I did a San Clemente one. I think I left noops out of it on the first yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to check. Yes. I was like, ah, fuck Newport. No, but I love those guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a good way for everybody to come together. Yeah. 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 When we were younger, it was like Newport guys. No, I love yeah. those guys. Now, i got all kinds of brothers in Newport. Yeah, those guys are too. great. Yeah, I never surfing there the most now. Yeah, but that's one of the, <laughs> the raddest things. It's cool. We'll get it. About this is... um. Is the is the heckling and the and the and the mm. camaraderie, but the just the shit talking and mm. at the events, it's so much fun. Sports, you know? dude, it's it's insane. I mean, surfing's mm. always been an individual sport, you know, and this really mm. uh, brings the community together and yeah, you know, brings the brothers and the sisters together to uh, you know to to win for the city, to win for your club, you know, and we. Uh, I mean, we squeaked it out this year. We we mm. we won the 2018 by by .08. That's that's a hair <laughs> win. That's yeah. that, that's, that's and must we be one of the sweetest wins. Yes, it so was. Close. And we squeaked in as the wild cards. How? Also, we almost didn't make it in the finals. How do you get in it as a wild card? Like you're just not well, so, automatically so, so entered. This, no, this year you we invited. The, no, this year we 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 had a full season, but we we have 12 clubs. What are those people doing? <laughs> yeah, we got people partying in the background. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're raging. So, yeah, wait, if so we, had, we yeah. had two divisions. We had the Southern Division and the Northern Divisions because we have 12 clubs now. 12? Yeah, Santa Cruz, San Luis Obispo, Ventura, South Bay, Seal Beach, Huntington, Newport, Laguna, Dana Point, San Clemente, Carlsbad, and Encinitas. Oh, my God. I was not prepared for talking to you. I had no idea there was yeah. so much. Yeah. That's insane. So, so we had to split it into two two divisions. So we did the Southern Northern. Northern started at HB, yeah. Southern started at Newport. Yeah. Three events in each division. Top two clubs make it to the finals after those three events. And there's one club that's the wild card, the fifth the, the you know, the fifth place club with the highest whoever has the highest points. points, you know, for for those those events. Either in the southern or the northern, that club's going to make it, and we squeaked in on that off a of Dana Point, I think, by like one point seven. Wow, that's awesome! So, like, we squeaked in. What, what's the format? It's not normal like heats. It's like there's like the borrowing from the Gerlach approach, uh, where you're like tag teaming each other in the water, like no, to come I in mean, and out. We. Didn't really I'm borrow. Not, I mean, like the, what what Gerlach did was was uh, what, what was was a tag team format. Yeah. Um, that was uh, I don't really know what his format was, but I know it was tag team, and I know it was with with the pros. So I don't understand yours. With, what 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 we did with ours, it kind of came from the from the photo shoot that day. Like, so you have seven generations, and we're like, so when we started thinking about the format, we're like, we want all those generations to be involved. So we have seven divisions. So you have 14 and under, okay. 15 to 19, okay. 20 to 29, 
30 to 39, wow. 40 to 49, and 50 to 59. Wow. Now you get, f- and, and the girls' division. Okay. So you get four of your best surfers in each division. Okay. Okay, you get an hour heat, and you have to maintain your, your you have to uh, manage your, your time. You know, so... So how do you how do you choose like who gets in all from choo- the twenty to twenty nine like you you say I want to be in it and then no, you we get have evaluated work, we have workouts we have workouts before the events yeah. Um, yeah we have workouts we you know that's something we, we we have to work on you know because we really want to get everybody involved um, yeah but you know Huntington's a, Huntington's a you know is a big city so uh you know that's definitely something we're going to work on next season but uh yeah we would have workouts and whoever was shining at those workouts would get in Mm -hmm. and then uh we were also once we had an event whoever was the top two scorers in that division would surf in the next one then we'd leave like the third and the fourth slot open for someone new if they you know if they stepped up at the workout and just trying to make it as fair as possible, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, have the best people in because we wanna we wanna win. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so then you you have the you have a one hour heat for people. Um, you can only catch a max of you know you send one of your surfers out at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so say the first person goes out. The very you catch a max of three waves. You're only scored on one wave. So say your first surfer paddles out and just lights up his first one and gets an eight. You want to come in. You don't want to paddle out and, and waste time because you got three surfers that still need to go out. Oh. So if you can, that, that's what makes it so exciting because that's where the coaching comes in. Because mm. you got the flags on the beach. We'll be waving to them mm. saying, you know, like, come in mm. or, or go back out and catch another wave. Mm. And then also you have a double whammy surfer that you have to you know, um, pick before the heat and that person's score is times two before you even surf before yeah. you even surf, you wow. have to have that, a press, that a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure, yeah. a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this is all crazy, but in, in, in the midst of this, do you, you find an opportunity to like, uh, share stuff with kids or it's not really part of it? Like, have you, do you let people know about, you know, you're sober and this is a thing. Are you, are you hanging out and saying, Hey, this is, I'm here. Or does it come up at all? And how how's it is it integrated? You're, you're just kind of lifestyle. You know, you're kind of at the center of all this, and it's um, whether you want to or not. It seems like the, that's the way the universe has structured it for you. So, is, uh, do you ever get an opportunity to tell kids about your experiences within you know the surf thing, or is it totally separate? Uh, experiences with with the uh, your your addiction and pa- things like that from your past. Uh, yeah, no, I mean I I don't Talk about I don't I don't go around like yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'm pretty uh, ignorant. No, 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 no. Yeah. All good. No, it's a yeah. totally le- legitimate question. I mean, it's a great question. Um, you know, you do. I don't go around preaching it. If I, you know, be, being a surfer, you're close to a lot of different generations, yeah. the Groms, and um, hopefully, hopefully it. they. They notice, you know, the ones that are that are really young notice that we're not drinking at these these after parties, you know, and they're 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 aware of it and maybe picking up on it or, um, which I, I know they are. Um, yeah, the, kid, the kids that are teenagers that I that I know are partying. Mm-hmm. I do I do talk to them. I don't preach to them, you know, because um, 
It's just uh, I'll just say you know yeah if they they if they want to talk 100 I'm I'm talking to them. Um, if I I have seen you know a little bit of me in some of them you know and I'll, and I'll tell them that I see a little bit of me and they know my story mm-hmm. you know I'll just be like hey this is you know if you go down that path this is possibly what could happen I'm not saying this is going to happen I don't you know I don't you know know but kind of I've kind of seen a little bit of you and me mm-hmm. you know or me and you you know I should say uh, that's rad that's powerful. yeah no I, I you know yeah no I've definitely mm-hmm. hey pe- people need that like, uh, yeah. you know, no one ever wants to be the one who, like, steps in and goes, says anything to anyone, but it's always nice when someone does. It's always yes. awkward, and it's always, yes. but it's always really appreciated. And anytime anyone ever helps you at that age, yeah, you know, it's like a, like a coach, like a mentor with that age, yeah. like Mr. Verdone. Yeah. Like, you know, like, uh, just so many little, or any, a good boss you had, like, they take the time to share the wisdom with you. It's like, you never forget it. Yes. It's like really yeah. important stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. back when we were younger, Take we that didn't. on is really cool. Yes. When we were younger, I don't know, maybe you can correct me, but I don't remember too many people being <laughs> sober back when we were younger. I don't really, yeah, either. I mean, I mean, you had your crew that you were hanging out with, the straight edge guys. But yeah. You but guys I, were still causing mayhem, though. Yeah, it's true. I, I remember one guy Gary, on a Gary. massive level. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's a, yeah, you broken. guys were causing mayhem on a whole different. Yeah, yeah there's a trail of uh, broken eighties. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So yeah. there was definitely. Uh, I, I remember destruction. We had, we had Gary Clisby. I remember Gary Clisby. Clisby was a guy who got in a car accident. Jason Knutson and Gary Clisby. Yeah, and like yeah. he was like totally like. Uh, didn't drink, didn't do anything yeah. after his accident. I remember that being like one of the only guys that I was. Oh yeah, he's yeah. just totally clean yeah. living, and yeah. he yeah. does this. But he was yeah. probably the only one. Yeah, yeah. I guess there was some guys back then. I guess I just no, wasn't. I just wasn't yeah. around them. I like yeah. the sobriety thing. Like, I mean, it just. I don't know. It just now it's like now part it's of a thing. Like it's, it's everywhere. Yeah, you know, it's like, which is you know cool. And I mean, they yeah. talk about like whatever that um, being. It just wasn't an option when we were younger. Now yeah, it seems like yeah, kids have yeah, an option. Totally, totally. Because I think kids are totally partying yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing that, you know, that, that Webb did. You know, he just showed you can have fun without partying. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Who would have who would have thought? <laughs> 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 who would have thunk it? Uh, I yeah. didn't. Yeah. yeah. No, all good. good. Mm. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, man. This, is, uh, this has been good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Should we, should we end with a little prince? Yeah, get it on. It's the same way we started. Yeah, Casey, get it. You love this album. Oh. You love this album, right? Oh. How's that make you feel? Oh. You put this on in the car, mm. just as loud as possible. It's just the best. Oh. Mm. <laughs> you it. Hey. Download this. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's alive. Oh, yeah. So sad. In, in the moment. In the moment. Yes. Yeah, sad. Yeah, it's just like a, just a is, tragic this, accident. Yeah, it's just a tragic accident. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's just a tragic accident. Yeah, it's just a tragic accident. Yeah, it's just a tragic and yeah. so she used to, she's now she's a principal. She's, she used to be a vice principal so in a high school in Sacramento. And she said kids now, 
Like they would go to each other's houses before school. Yeah. They get a hat and they dump all their parents' pills in the hat yeah. and yeah. then just like yeah. hold it up and they just grab stuff and yeah. and she'd get these kids that were all high and she's like, "What did you do?" Yeah. And they're like, "I don't know. I have yeah. no idea." Yeah. And these pills are so prevalent. Yeah. They're everywhere it's crazy. and they're yeah. cheap and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I know. I don't oh, know. Good. It's, it's bananas. It's bananas. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's crazy. It's a. Uh, that's why kids just stay in the water surfing. Good. Stay, stay, stay clean. <laughs> surf, surf, surf straight. Surf straight. Surf brains. Surf brains. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> yeah. Right on. That was awesome.